In 2024, friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums. You already already blew it. You forgot to start out the album. We've got a new way of starting (laughs) out the album. In yes. 2024, friends Whoa, decided to listen Black to every one of the greatest 500. Society by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music story of the order <laughs> and, and led us to make this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album 124, and from 1991. It's Octoon Baby by U2. Uh, guys, listen, we, we we just need to get right into our opening bit. So let's select that and simply What's up, play everybody? It. Welcome to K-Rob, K-R-O-B. Now, if there's one thing I love, it's the joke at the end of the podcast. After the theme song plays, these guys come up with a hilarious joke, but I've noticed it's mostly Rob and Russ doing the joke. Maybe this time Aaron and Matt should do it. Is this podcast oh, no. getting better? Oh no. Or is it still really lame? I think that the ending is more important than the beginning. Let's try to end on a joke. It won't be listened to by tons of folks. For that joke, we tend to lean on us. And by us, I mean just Robin Russ. So again, I want to be clear about this challenge. This episode is Aaron and Matt's chance to think of a joke to tell at the end of the podcast that's going to make all of us laugh. So I want to challenge Aaron and Matt. Come up with the final joke After the theme song of the podcast Well now wait Until The end of the show We'll make it no. funny well I don't Aaron's know already writing something down. I can see it. They I might notes. not Think about it I bet these two guys will At the end of the podcast, what? Aaron and Matt, you have to make the joke at the end of the podcast, and don't forget, otherwise I'll make fun of you. When you want to hear, I, about I think the, the real challenge is, is if Aaron or Matt drop a joke, will Rob let it go, or will he put a hat on it? Yeah, he'll put a hat on it. He'll put a hat on it. He'll put a hat on a hat. No, 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 no. I'm gonna let your guys' jokes breathe. Let it breathe, and then hit the hit the. Hit the it's time to say goodbye. What a challenge. It did sound kick-ass with the gong. You guys are totally right about the gong. It's, it's It has a whole new energy. Listen, we're talking about U2, Octung Baby, okay? And definitely not Joshua Tree, which some of us might have listened to this week a lot, actually. Uh, and I've got three guys here who saw, who think The Edge is a great way to spend Friday night on Bing. Uh, I got Matt in, Minas- Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, good, Rob. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> That's how I sound when I talk about the callers. Russell, uh, Rob, Minnesota, how I, are you I, I, doing? Well, here, I did write this down. This podcast is an accident waiting to happen. So glad Ooh, to be here. Oh, Thanks ooh, for yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty accurate. <laughs> Russell, how are you doing in Minnesota? Rob, the other night when I was in New York, did I disappoint you or leave a bad taste in your mouth? 
Oh. Give me one more chance and I'll leave you satisfied. <laughs> I do want to remind everybody that one point in the New York trip, Russell and I did go get hot dogs. We did. We ate just hot dogs. We went to a hot dog store we, we went, and you know it's good because it's open 24 hours. We went to we went to a champagne bar and a hot dog store the same night. Yep. That's a good yep. night. That's a great is night. There, is there hot dogs in the champagne room, Russell? Is there oh. hot dogs in the champagne room? Uh, there's uh, those, those, those appetizer ones. Um, is there a buffet in the champagne? They're they're little. This I also want to remind you that at the hot dog place, Russell and I, I was showing Russell the greatest treat in New York where you look through the eye hole and you can see into the movie theater. Aaron, it's going to blow your mind when you see it. The guy next to us who was smoking a joint said, oh, I want to look through. And he gave my wife the joint. And while he was looking through, my wife smoked on the joint. <laughs> yes. handed to her by a random guy. <laughs> Does not care about anything health wise. So <laughs> makes me think me waiting for her to get me a doctor's appointment is not going to happen. So, uh, so let's get Aaron, into Oh, and I've got Aaron. Aaron. I know, I know, I know. Oh. Aaron was, Aaron, I was telling Aaron earlier, you know, in these days, I mean, internet security, it's so important, right? Yeah. You cannot just use the same password for everything. I, of That's course, right. have a password manager, but it turns out I tried to make a new password for my Gmail, Aaron. And I typed in uh, B-E-E-F space underscore and S-T-E-W. Yeah. Beef stew? Beef stew. Yeah, beef, beef stew. And yeah. uh, Gmail said it wasn't strong enough of a password. So, uh, Aaron, California, how are you doing? Oh, it's so good to be on the phone with you, Rob. It's even better than the real thing. Let's talk about you, too. Oh. All right, let's get right into the voicemails. We've got a short and sweet one for no reason, okay? But here is the voicemail. Matt getting a boner right now. Thank you. All right, so. Matt getting a boner right now. Okay, well, now I just... Matt getting a boner right now. I the repeat button. I don't know. Matt getting a boner right now. Here's the thing. You can always edit this out, Rob. We got a... We got a... Matt getting a boner right now. And... Yeah, I know that's what it said. But here's the thing. It just was this, man. It was a picture from New York City. And it is a picture of oh, uh, a number wow. of kind of half full, <laughs> kind of sad, inflatable. Yeah. They look like they're bowing their head. <laughs> they're like, they're, some about, sort of they're like at half mast, I'd say. But yes. then they also have a balloon. I mean, it, that's not inflatable. It's a balloon of Chevy Chase getting electrocuted, okay, uh, in Christmas vacation. Griswold. Which is, yeah, which is awesome. But have, ha- do you guys have the same thing every time you see this picture or like the front of the of the cover where that looks like Screech? It doesn't look like Chevy Chase. Like I never it put it together like that's, that's Chevy true. Chase. Yeah, it it looks like Screech. Screech and I can't not see Screech. You thought you've seen this image and you thought a number of times it was Screech dressed up as Santa. I well, no, somebody looks like Screech. It does not look like Chevy Chase to me at all. Or Clark W. Griswold no, from the movie. You don't think Chevy Chase gave his likeness for a blow-up inflatable? And when did Clark W. Griswold ever uh, dress up as Santa Claus in that movie? Yeah, he didn't. Let me ask you that. It's confusing. No, this this the scene didn't happen in the movie. Factually inaccurate. This is yeah. a this is I think this is a Mandela effect. I think you all remember him getting electrocuted in the Santa's outfit. Does not happen. Now that movie is a great. It's a good Christmas movie. Correct. Until he goes to the attic, and when he is watching movies in the attic, that is my turn to go to the bathroom. Right. That shit sucks. That part of the movie sucks. It's bad. It's a great right? song, but yeah, that part it, that drags it's, on. It's I, the dumbest part. You're now, like, oh. now, yeah, now it's the beauty of technology is you can just fast forward right through that till he falls through the, the roof. The beauty of that show, though, is you really got to get to the part where they turn his knobs and he has the freak out. 
<laughs> over the Jelly of the Month Club because the movie is fantastic, but the Jelly of the Month freak out is the best part of the movie. Yeah. Without I, question. I had, I had one buddy that could recite that by heart. And it was pretty good every time he did it. It was it was one of like it's a good party trick to say, hey, hey, do that one part from Christmas vacation where he freaks out and it's pretty good. Well, Rob, yes. hats off to that blow up enthusiast. You know, whoever sent that in, because that's mm -hmm. for New York, that's got to be a pretty good spread right there. You know, even though they're at half mast, but, you know, that's pretty good. I can't even imagine leaving those out. I would think somebody would just take them. I would like, think somebody in New York would just take a pen and just go and stab them and just oh, pop them or something. Oh, my God. That's the Grinch. That's some Grinch. Matt, if someone pop, Matt, if someone popped that, that would be the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. The whole year. Last of course, Aaron it's sings the old-fashioned Grinch one. Yeah, it's, it's such a nice song. Oh. There's so many better versions yeah. of the Grinch, and Aaron's like, "Let's do the one with the deep, scary voice from the TV show." It's so good. That, that was that was that shit was really scary. It was real. Uh, Aaron, rolling, going. How's it going with you? It's going really good. It's been a while since we talked. Uh, it, it's uh, I think by the time this comes out, the end of the year will have passed. But I did try to do. I was thinking I would try to do. A personal year review of stuff I really enjoyed this year, like um, a Spotify rap, if you will. Yeah, like a Spotify rap, but about uh, you know some. I love year end list, Aaron. Yeah. This is one of my favorite things, and having you make one just fills me with joy. Oh, I'm so glad! So I'm, I was I was doing a list of my favorite. Um, I got I had to make notes this time. I had to write it down. Favorite uh, music, books, mm -hmm. and food I ate this year. So for music, obviously, I think I've talked about this a lot in the podcast, but I listened to a ton of Boldy James if I was listening to hip hop. So. Boldy James is prolific. He will not stop releasing records. His most recent one was with, no, he, two, two albums ago was with Nicholas Craven. He's released two since then. So he's a Detroit rapper I enjoy a lot. I got a lot back into Pharaoh Sanders this year, which we've discussed numerous times. And I went through a uh, period with Eric Dolphy. My most recent discovery is Melissa Aldana, who's a tenor saxophonist who has a new album on Blue Note that I've really been enjoying. So that's music. For books. That would be a good month. Wouldn't that be a good month? I mean, ten or so sexophonists. Yeah. I could. I'd be happy. Wouldn't be happy with that many. What really? is Blue Note? What is Blue Note, Aaron? A Blue Note is a recording label, but it's oh. kind of one of the like masthead recording labels of, of jazz. Probably still like the the biggest label in, in so, jazz now. Aaron, have you been doing urine lists every podcast? Because this is exactly <laughs> like every other podcast. You just list things that you like, well, was, but this time yeah, you said it's a urine like, list. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I had to look back. I look back at some old pictures and some notes, emails I've sent trying to remember stuff from the year. Uh, I, I read Norwegian Wood by Haruki Murakami, enjoyed that. And then I totally forgot one of the best things that I ate all year. And I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast or not, but it was way back in January. We did a meal takeout from Tacos El Precioso in Oakland. My number one favorite thing I ate in all of 2022 was a fish and chorizo stew. Shout out to Taco Precioso. Oh. I'm still thinking about that chorizo and fish stew. Best thing I ate in 2022. How's it going with you, Matt? Um, all right, guys, it's been so long. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the blow-ups, right? And Inflatables, you know, just I believe they're technically Inflatables, cold. yeah. Blow-ups are something different. That's not good. Yeah. It's it's me when my kids touch the fucking inflatables. I and, and, blow you know, it up over here. It's been so long since we talked about them uh, in person like this that you know even since we last talked about it, we had another snow event here in Minnesota, mm -hmm. and I lost another one. What? I lost another, another one down. Up. Oh, another man. one down. Inflatable yeah, my, down. Inflatable my four down. Four foot Santa is down. 
Uh, Mike from um, Monsters Inc. is still going strong, Impressive. but he but I can't get him in the ground. The the pig, the blow up pig, is doing okay. Uh, the poop emoji still going strong. Okay, but uh, the Santa with the three reindeer, not the one that's in the VW bus, but just the Santa in the sleigh with three reindeer. They keep collapsing in on themselves because the Santa's kind of uh, like holds the <laughs> snow and stuff like that. So I think that one's going to be dead. So I, think, I think I got. Oh, no. I think I got a. I think I got to pivot to being like a light guy. Like, just, oh, like, no, I don't know if I can no, handle no. this. Oh, man, it's a light guy. Like you don't like the lighthouses. I don't. I mean, well, they're okay if they're like, you know, mismatched and you're doing yourself. But like, if you're on like Woodbury and you see those people who just pay some professional to come and get them completely straight. I mean, I, just. I, I don't, I don't think you get great deals on lights in February at the Home Depot. I think you get great deals oh, on inflatables, do. man. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, you get 50% off those, those strings. So. Instead of buying four strings for a hundred bucks, you can get eight. So really, it's like the more you buy, the more you save. But think when about it, it man. If you become a light guy, you could have one light that goes out, and then you got to check all of them to Every fix the light. whole string. Like if, that is the that inflatables. Is old the inflatable each inflatable is on its own. It's not dependent or, on the other ones. Or maybe you're like me growing up, where my friend and I would go out to his house and we had a pellet gun, and we thought the funniest thing to shoot. Oh, we thought it was so funny were these big Christmas lights that were way up high. They were put way up high. What? And we just blasted those suckers. Is this real? Broke a, oh, yeah. We broke about half of them. No. Oh, no. You're, this is a, you're making this up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I just, we thought it was fun. And now looking back, I'm like, we're monsters. We're the worst people ever. Uh-huh. Like that dad put up those lights and here we are shooting them. And it was his lights. Like, Matt, you know, Matt might drop off. I can't, I cannot believe. I, you would tell the story when Matt's already borderline doesn't want to do this episode tonight. And you're telling a story about how you shot out people's Christmas lights. No. Well, it was their Christmas lights. It wasn't vandalism. It was their own stuff. Well, but it wasn't yours. We got, we got basketball practice in seven hours and eight minutes, guys. So we got, <laughs> okay, you're right. Okay. We'll move along. <laughs> so that, you know, so that, so I don't know. So there's that. Uh, I don't know why we live in Minnesota with this wet ass snow. <laughs> Waiting for it, Rob. Just wait for it. But it just sucks. Swipe your nose to continue. I have to shovel my street seven yeah. days a week, guys. This it's all coming together. Aaron, Aaron, jot down wet ass for your notes for the. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, it's Christmas time. I can't think of anything good. To, you know, New Year's, all this stuff, family vacations, nothing good, nothing. I'm looking forward to nothing more than on January 20th, January 23rd, <laughs> 2023, hanging out. At the Link Hotel, oh. the Link Hotel oh, no. in Vegas. Oh no! January twentieth and twenty third. So, have, have you guys planned the trip yet? Have you guys done anything for our trip yet? I'm waiting for. <laughs> I, I, you know, when you take a trip with other people, you kind of wait for someone to do all the legwork and do all the planning, and then you just kind of show up and you Venmo people. And yeah, it seems like we have a group that seems to be lacking in anyone who's willing to do the legwork. I'm just going to tell you guys right now. First of all, I'm not doing it. <laughs> You're not doing it. I'm, I'm not doing it. I know you guys are trying to get me to do all the work for this. I can sense it. I have been getting ready for this trip, man. I've been practicing sports gambling like crazy. <laughs> and I think like more shots on target. I think it's going to work out. I feel, I feel like I know what the narrative is this year. I think this is going to be great. You know what I think is really kind of weird? The only people who have so little going on in their life that they're on this podcast or listening to this podcast live 
are the five of us that have also have nothing going on and go to Vegas every year with each other. <laughs> interesting how that works right <laughs> you're one pathetic loser like, like there's no chance there's no chance steve that steve is showing up in vegas no. or listening to this live podcast no. yeah. at 12 the pleasure yeah. principle or yeah. barry from barry's got to coach some like no no chance God, no it's, it's weird that it's five guys that obviously don't especially want to go sleep in the same bed with their wife <laughs> <laughs> like instead we'd rather just hang out with each other <laughs> <laughs> or if well, it'd be Russell, good to see Magic go Mike anywhere. 69 there at oh, the link, January okay. 20th, 23rd. Hey, it's a fan meet and feet. That's where. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's where. I, I was going to ask you guys. <laughs> I won't explain what we it is. We probably could talk about this now. We have to bring microphones, right? We have to do a live episode. I mean, oh, I you don't so. think I've you don't think I've thought about buying a pod Zoom P4 where I can record us live in a room? I've thought a lot about that, Russell. I mean, there's got to be a cheap one, right, for like fifty yeah, bucks but, or something. something we can go but here's together. here's the thing: Do I want to spend money? Yes, on something like this that I'm only going to use once, but there's a chance that when we use it, it's going to be totally hilarious. Oh uh, yeah, then, that's what, how I buy everything yeah. in my life. And, I'll buy and, that in a second. And obviously, Rob, you, since you're so good at sports betting now, I mean, you're just going to win that money back in Vegas anyway. So it's not even—it's like a big hey. wash. You're not even—you're not even going to miss it, Rob. You got to spend money to make money. Sometimes. I do have a question for you, Rob. So for those of people that are listeners that don't know, Rob, New York betting is legal in New York, so Rob can make sports bets from his phone or his laptop or whatever in New York. Yeah, and he has technically been running an illegal. Gambling scheme for many months now, where he takes bets from people oh from God. Minnesota, from California, from Iowa, Wisconsin, he, um, Woodbury, uh, uh, Woodbury, um, uh, Michigan. He's taking bets from numerous people throughout the country and then placing them via New York. So he's become like this very pivotal person in our life yeah. because we can't gamble on sports without him. But in Vegas, Rob, you were like very. You're not that important in Vegas. Like we can just go and make our own bets. Like, are you worried yeah, that like cool. Joe from Woodbury is not going to be running his corner kick bets through you? He's just going to be making yeah. it on his own. Does that worry you? Like, does it? No, I think if there's one thing I'd love to do in Vegas, it's maybe spend the first half hour of my day in the bathtub <laughs> finding bets on DraftKings.com and taking screenshots and sending them to people with highlighted parts that I like. And then maybe, um, you know, I like it when I come home and my kids are at home and they're like, Papa, Papa, I want to tell you about school. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, excuse me. No, I have to uh, make a week 18 spreadsheet that no one's actually going to look at or reference ever. Yeah, and they're John, actually going to get John mad from at you Moetano about it. will look at it. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> Ooh, but that's it's, the first John from Moetano reference we've had. Yeah. yeah. What's your bathtub yeah. style, Rob? What do you get? You got some salt in there? Or is it just straight oh, water? Geez. What do you What do you do? Oh, in the morning? No, it's yeah. just straight water. Okay. I'm I literally, I'm a bath every day before school guy now. What? That's, that's how I start my day. I bath and then I get up and take a shower. <laughs> Wait, this, I, should you shower first and then bathe? Isn't that how it works? What? Are you crazy? You should take a shower and then take a bath? That's, I've read that's that that's the, the cleanliest sh- way to do it. Because then you're washing the oh, filth Oh, yeah, off. that's why I'm so taking not- a bath. Cleanliness. <laughs> I'm sitting in my own filth because it'd be cleanly. No, I'm putting my ears underwater and pretending that my life is different than it is. <laughs> Uh, it's the same reason everyone takes a bath. I just want to say, wrapping up my rolling gun, I want to thank, I, I wish I wish I could say it to his face and in person, but oh. I wish Joe from Woodbury, I just want to thank oh. him for excluding the majority of like the 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 uh, betters that are on Rob's uh, illegal betting he, scheme. He started a side chain is what you're saying, side text. Well, chain. I just want to say, I want to, I want to thank him for like cutting us out of those, all those corner kick bets from the World Cup because, you know, like, I, I, dude, did I really watch every 
uh, soccer match? And did I really, you know, kind of try to follow along and see how much money those guys made? Because okay. no, I mean, it was great. I, I'm, 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 I, I need to thank what, him man? somehow. Yeah. Guess what you're getting tomorrow. Guess what you're getting tomorrow at 6.30 a.m. Straight from Rob's bath. <laughs> you are going to get approximately two dozen text messages with things like one corner per half plus 120. Good. <laughs> and then everybody's going to respond approximately two minutes before the game starts saying, okay, let's put in these bets now. And, and some guy with like, I think the last four digits are like 1420 or something. Just saying, so wow. Funny. Oh, wow. And a bunch of exclamation marks, but then no ex- ex- explanation the of fact, what he's actually talking about. So I need to yeah. say this is that there is somebody in the text chain who is not like a rich, like kind of an OG and he is now being referred to by his phone number because nobody is putting his name in their phone. That is such a slam. Like that is what do like, you mean it's a slam. I thought it's respect. If they had, if my middle school kids said that they were calling a kid by his digits because they didn't have the, I would report them to school and they would be suspended. That is cyberbullying. We are 42 year old cyberbullying a guy at our group chat. Listen, all he wants to do is bet and talk about Wisconsin shit that nobody cares about. Actually, true. Save space for it. <laughs> hey, did you hear they're getting another slow white quarterback? Wow, really? Unbelievable. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, Matt, you should write down a joke about 1420 on your on your notes for the end of the podcast. Help them, Russell. I want to see if this how this works out. By the way, I've already I've written a joke for the end, too. Uh, oh, uh, Russell, Russell Rowland going, how's it going with you? Man, I want to tell let's be clear. Let's be clear. Russell has a rolling going that he believes is so bad. Yeah. He's embarrassed to say it in front of our guest. I need to hear what this rolling going okay, is. Okay, I'm going to say it, but we might have to delete this. But this is not oh, my rolling sure. going. This we, is something always different. Edit it out. Rob's yeah. very trustworthy about this. I'm really trying to think what would be something that you could say that is so bad that we're going to want to delete it. <laughs> I can't even, like, because it can't be dirty. It can't be embarrassing. What could it even be? Did you get cats? No. So you were, guys were talking about, you guys were talking about, like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> He said, did you get cats? <laughs> Call back to the last episode. Joke. That's a very good joke. That was a good joke. Meow. <laughs> no, so I was actually at a hotel a for a work thing a while back. And Rob was nice. talking about bathtubs. We've talked about Rob and his bathtub, you know, where he left the butt prints in his sister's bathtub. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't bleaching at that point. So it made it worse and all that whole thing. But so I was at this, I was at this hotel for, uh, I was on a trip. And the hotel. The bathroom had a bathtub, but no regular shower. So it, the only thing you had was a bathtub. It had a, it had a shower in it, but the bathtub was very high. So the t- the side <laughs> of the tub literally came there. up like two and a half, three feet. <laughs> like I, I felt like Andre the fucking giant putting my leg over the top rope to get into the regular shower. I wasn't getting into a bath. I was using the shower and it was so high that I literally could not nice. get in it without my balls dragging across oh. the top of the tub. Have you guys ever had a situation like that where like there was a super high bathtub no. and I'm, I'm a legit six feet. There is no fucking way that like Prince could have gotten in this tub. He was way too short. He wouldn't even be able to get into it. Have you, have you guys ever? I mean, we're talking about butt prints in the tub and now Russell's talking about how butt balls in the tub. Literally, Ball I slides could, it was, across it the edge. make it in the tub. It was it. physically impossible yeah. for me yeah. to get in it, even Andre the Giant style, <laughs> leg over the top without my balls dragging across the side of. The Do you think he ever caught top. his big Andre balls on his big French balls on the rope? It had, he had like to. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Right, especially at his oh older age. 
I mean, well, you'd, you'd hope that it would go up the middle, right? And just split them and one would go in the ring and one would be get the 10 count outside the ring. Because, <laughs> man, your balls get hit by those ropes. That would hurt one, so bad. baby oil. <laughs> Two. So that was my one rolling going. I didn't, I, I, have you guys I ever had did, that where, like, you could well, barely get I'm, into the shower? No. Tub. You keep saying that. And the answer is no, of course. No. What are you talking about? I'm just thinking of a little different, you know. So it, was it like a porcelain tub? Uh, no, it's like a big whirlpool. This, it's like a fancy whirlpool that Rob would love to sit so in. Was it like the edge cold? House. I mean, or was it like you know? So like, did did dragging your balls across the cold porcelain? Did that kind of feel a little good? Like you kind of did it a couple times. <laughs> what what is going on? <laughs> Who are you guys? You're me. This is. You're, come on, you guys have standards. I believe in you. I've been so proud of you. And now you're doing this, guys. You really said, think about that. Hey. You're keep. We've got basketball practice in like six hours and fifty minutes. So you're right. So was that Russell, the end of my rolling going? I have to skip my no, real one. No, not my at balls all. drag on the side of the tub, even with regular tubs. That's the problem. You know, so you get into like a regular <laughs> tub and you drag. They're so low, Russell. The balls are, especially after I'm in the hot bath all morning. Those balls have expanded. <laughs> Aaron, man, have you ever had a drag on getting into a tub or no? Never. No. no. Sorry, can't. No, I'm no, trying to. I'm trying relate. to picture it. But. And so, Russell, when you did that, and then did you immediately think of us, and did that kind of give no, you a I, I, I literally you dragged I, your balls I, on something and thought of us th- three guys. I I stood in there for quite a while, like staring at it, wondering, like, there's no, like, and I like, I kept kind of like putting my leg up there, like, wait, this shouldn't be this difficult. Like, there's no way that someone shorter. Or less less athletic than me would even be able to get into this stuff. Yeah, and so I was like, and then I kept looking at like I was opening doors, thinking there's got to be a different shower in this this hotel room. There's got to be something different. This cannot be the only option. But it turned out I legit had to go like Big John Stud style over the top <laughs> rope. Oh, that's a nice, nice and image. into and into the like. But the thing is that you know, like those wrestlers can kind of push that rope down a bit when they when they go over the right. top. Tub There's nothing you can do on a porcelain yeah. tub. It, it is where, what it is. Where was this? Was this like a New York, like fancy hotel? This or was, was this like a middle of North Dakota, nowhere oh, this, hotel? This is going to get real confusing, but it was actually a Minneapolis hotel. The Marquette Hotel in Minneapolis. Nice, dude. There nice. You, you don't have to explain shit yeah. to us, dude. <laughs> we're, we're married guys. We know what happens in hotels. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think the kids are asleep. <laughs> I'm on the sound machine and I think of that and the sleeping and and get the sheet off with the blanket on the sheet makes noises you gotta crank that AC up that thing will make a bunch of racket right she's off with the yeah. blanket on and it's full of bugs. Our hotel room is full no, of bugs. Russell, that, Russell's that, like, there's not man, enough bugs in this room. We didn't have to get room. personal over this thing. That hope was there's, not, t- hope there's tons of bugs in here. Uncalled for. So you should have called down to the front desk and been like, listen, I need like the pommel horse handles on this tub so I can get into this thing. <laughs> kind of flip over. Like this tub is too tall. Did you say, did you, did you think about saying something on the way out to the front desk of like, why the tub so tall? I, I almost did. I, I, I thought, I mean, I was able to physically make it in there, but I... Yeah, there's some people that physically there's no chance they would have been able to get into it, and so I was like, "This is this is crazy." It's that's that's the second tall t- tub story I've heard today, because somebody was talking about um, Kentucky basketball. Tub? Tubby Tubby Smith, thank you, oh. listener, for getting that right tall away. Uh, yeah, tall tub, <laughs> you Smith. Hey, it's me. I'll do your test for you, uh, Matt. Or no, uh, was that Aaron? Who's the word? <laughs> 
Let me do the wrong guy. Is it time for the rating system? Russell finished his role. I think Rob's the only one left for the rolling. uh, Technically, Rob, it's up to you. That was definitely not my rolling going. That was going to be something we were going to delete, but now I think it's got to stay in. So Rob rolling going. Russell, that's your rolling going. That's so good. I didn't even get a chance to talk about the Christmas Carol. I'll have to save that for next time. My, that's evergreen. We can do that. My (laughs) Christmas Carol's evergreen can come after the holidays. My marriage might be in big trouble, guys. Okay. (laughs) And it's not because of the oh, number of no. days. Oh, no. What a surprise. Spend. Really? Oh, that's so sorry. <laughs> Never it's, seen any warning it's, signs. It's not because she wants me to use my watch as an alarm clock to make sure I don't wake her up. <laughs> it is because my wife now sleeps on her back with her arms above her head. <laughs> it is what? like I'm sleeping what? next to a corpse. <laughs> it is terrifying. When you look over and the person you're sleeping next to is on their back sleeping. It's it's like you're next to the Undertaker. So, it's terrifying. So when you say like, so, Matt's yeah. doing an impression right now where he's got his hands tucked behind his head, no, nope. like he's relaxed in like a, a beach chair. <laughs> Imagine that you're on a roller coaster. No, just straight. That's up. what it looks like. What? Straight yeah. up. Now was yep. this a conscious decision? She was like, "I'm going to train myself to sleep differently." No, she's sleeping. It's an unconscious. It just decision. happened. I mean, obviously. <laughs> I mean, but this just happened. She just changed sleep styles without. She hops in bed. <laughs> And just puts her arms back there and says, okay, now it's time. Oh, yes. It's time I wish it was to say goodbye. <laughs> Matt is doing like an impression. Like he's like he's he's going vertical and as a basketball defender where it's his arms right. straight up in the yeah, air. Principal. Like touchdown. She's is she a referee? Is she going touchdown? If you owned a water slide park and you wanted a picture of somebody to put on the billboard, Matt is making that picture. That's what you want people to look like at your water slide park. He's having a blast. Arms are up and back. And I'm telling you, when you, the first time you look over and you see this person who you thought you knew. Yeah. I mean, we took our vows together and I wrote both of them. Okay. They were pretty awesome. Uh, I promise to, uh, Never make fun of his huge penis. Okay. We got a basketball <laughs> practice. We got to move on. Here's the thing. It's terrifying. You look over and it's awful. It really is. So the it's first, scary. the first night you've just had to figure, Oh, maybe she had too much. She had a, a drink or something kind of passed out, but it, it's been consistent. You're saying. Yeah, no, it's, and I said, what are you doing? Sleeping on your back? It scares me. She goes, ah, it's comfortable for me now. I was like, what? You just switch sleeping styles. Yeah. That's I mean, amazing. that's insane. Yeah, right. I've never heard anything like that. So there's a chance that she's actually a robotic being. So are you guys very strict? You always sleep the same way? Oh, yes, Russell. I always sleep the same way. What kind of question is that? I don't I don't know if I do. I don't ever go hands no. straight up like Dick Emmy Matumbo, <laughs> like vertical in the paint. But I don't know if I, I don't think I always sleep the same style. Do you got Aaron, Matt? Do you always sleep the same way? Yeah, and I even I up? even have like a I mean I even have like a not, it's not a routine but I always start out on my, like my left hip. Right. Well, this doesn't yeah. shock me, man. That you're very. And then I know. And then Russell, about two and a half sleeps. minutes in, I switch over to the right and fall yeah. asleep on my right side. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm similar to Matt, right? I kind of have a little routine, yes. and then if I wake up early in the morning no. and I'm able to get back to sleep, then I can sleep on my Everyone. belly. But that's it. Everyone is similar. Russell is fucking going upside down on his bed. Sometimes he's like putting his head where his feet is. Like, this is normal. Chaos this theory. Is yeah. What is it? What do you mean? You just sleep however I went you north, want. North, north, south. Yesterday, I'll try east, west. Today, let's see. Yeah, that's crazy, Russell. You're just sleeping. Like sometimes you're on your side and sometimes you're on your stomach and sometimes you're on your back. I mean, what is going on? See which way the wind takes you, right? Like whatever you're feeling that night. No, I'm not saying absolutely not. To be to be clear, let's 
let's not focus on me being strange. Let's focus on uh, my arms aren't straight up. There's no point where I'm like, like, don't you have a headboard or you've got a wall that prevents you from putting your arms straight up in the air? Yeah, of course we have a headboard, Russell. We're not in college. What are you talking about? Rob, I mean, Rob, is it like a genetic thing? Did like, do you think that she's done that since she was a kid and like the rest of her family? Well, does I was it? gonna say, I I do sleep with. I'm all scrunched up and my arms are out and my butt is way up in the air. So we're quite the couple <laughs> when you look at us in bed. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, part of the show. Let's talk about. There, the there's got to be like an, oh, a, an armpit you weren't yeah. expecting in the morning with that with that style, right, Rob? Oh yeah, Russell. When I wake up, I look over at my spouse. Are you fucking insane? <laughs> what? Are you crazy? What? I look at my spouse when I wake up. Are you serious right now? You think we wake up after being married for so long and we look at our spouse in the morning. Are oh, you serious? What do you do? Jeez. Oh my God. This isn't a Hallmark movie, Russell. You don't <laughs> fucking look at your spouse when you get up. God. Nobody does. <laughs> you Sounds get out of sad. there as quietly as you can. <laughs> because if this mummy that's on the, on the slab wakes up, you're in deep shit. In fact, if I think I think if you if you do look at them, then they're more apt to wake up. Oh. You just don't look at it, right? You just gotta don't look. Get get out. Don't even bother. Russell's sitting there sleeping however he wants, staring at somebody in the bed. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> Listen, Wait, we what? are talking about you two talking baby. We are talking music. This is their ninth album. What? Okay. Wow. Their ninth album, but it's kind of interesting because we have Joshua Tree. This is in 91, way later than I would have thought. We have Joshua Tree and then great, huge success. And then they come out with Rattle and Hum, you two. Disastrous. They basically were playing like, they were doing the Led Zeppelin and playing like blues music. And they were, they said, oh no, this is, a, we're paying tribute to all these American musicians. And then everyone's like, no, you're trying to steal their valor. And they, and they just, so they needed to come out with an album where they were basically like, we think we might break up. Like this is kind of the end of the road for us, unless we can think of something. And they decide that they're just going to totally reinvent themselves and come up with all new music where it does not sound like you two. And in fact, they know one is the best song off this album. It was not the single that was released. The single that was released was fly oh. because it sounds so different. And they knew it wasn't going to chart. They knew it wasn't going to do well, but they did the fly because they knew if you heard one, it's just old U2. Is that the one that Sugar Ray covered? Change. What's that? Is that the one that Sugar Ray covered? Uh, just won't. Matt gets uh, it. Matt's with me. Which, by the way, Sugar, isn't that like completely strange for Sugar Ray? Like they were like a hard rock band and then they yeah. came out with that one. And then right. all of a sudden it was so popular. So then they shifted to because that's the one that was right. radio. I'm going to guess that Aaron can name... One other member of Sugar Ray beside Mark McGrath. No, give me a thumbs up no, if you think you can. <laughs> no, give me a thumbs no. up if you can name one other member. <laughs> no. Huh? No way. No way. No. No, I cannot. I wish I could. No, okay. Is, is there okay. anyone named Ray in that one? Just like there's no, there was no Rufus in the band Rufus. Yeah. Are you, well, are you Jimmy Ray? That's what I heard him ask to his drummer. Um, and the drummer said, who wants to know? Who wants to uh, know? So here's the deal. Uh, th so basically this is a, this is kind of their brand new song or brand new sound for them. And it comes out and Octoon baby becomes basically one of their most like Can critically I acclaimed we, is, Rob, is Rob pronouncing this right? Do we, do we have like a Raymond Usher or remember when Rob said some pronunciation issues? Is this pretty baby? Is that I what it is? Pretty good. That's how you pronounce Octoon baby. And they, they, they call it Octoon baby because they recorded it in Berlin with Brian Eno and they go out there and go, we're going to have a whole new sound. And they go to Berlin and they're like, wow, we really don't like being in Berlin. They were pretty miserable out there. Um, so let's get into 
Octung, and we're starting with Zoo Station. Oh, hey, here it comes. Zoo Station. This is the sound of them chopping the Joshua tree down. It's something Bono said in his kind of annoying way of talking, if you That's, really think about it. The definition of pretension. This, yeah, that, this this is the crap. I'm trying to come around to you two. This yeah. is the bullshit that just drives me bonkers yes. about this band. This is the sound of us chopping down the fucking Joshua tree. Like, give me a fucking break. Agreed. Yeah. So pretentious. It's, it's like, can't disagree. Yeah. You shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm with right. you. I didn't mean to make you guys so mad. Yeah, no, it's it, how can you not? Like, hey, we're gonna put some horrible song at the beginning of this album, and then we're gonna say it's chopping down like the album that everyone loves that we did. What, what are we talking yeah. about here? And that is the worst song in the album. That's to me, no question. You know, there, there's yeah. a there's a ton of great songs on this album, and that's not a good one. And they're per- and Matt, you're right. They're purposely starting out with that to show that they're different. And then I gotta tell you something. The next like twelve songs are standard U two songs, right? Like yeah, right. Uh, all much. the rest of them are normal U two songs. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm with Matt. I can see why Matt doesn't like uh, the Edge or whatever his name is. This, this is a joke. I don't think it's pretentious to call yourself the Edge. Um, here's the deal: the this next song, I can can't get intimate with my wife. I break out my favorite device. I'll walk to the CVS. I'll go to the aisle that's intimate a device to help me masturbate. That was a parody song that was written and not recorded from this song, even better than the real thing about the stroker from our course, our uh, <laughs> earlier episode. Come to think about oh, it. Geez. This is a fantastic song. Yeah. It is. This song I, I'm still trying to find back to the edge or edge, however you want to call it. I'm trying to figure out why he's called the edge and I can't find it anywhere. I think he just started calling himself that. The edge. It's, it's badass. No, it's not. Yes. Oh, it's pretentious. 100%. Oh. 100%. The edge, that's a kick-ass name. Yeah, if you're like a wrestler or something. What? Not if you're like some pansy-ass guitarist from Ireland. Imagine, I just want you to imagine, he goes into a Starbucks, Okay. He gets a soy. Yeah, nobody latte, knows who he is. Extra hot. Okay, because milk does give him mind-bending diarrhea. Okay? Get up Again, keep keep sad. Keep sad. <laughs> He's right getting now. older. Here those things happen. Okay. And they say, okay, uh, uh soy extra hot latte for the edge. That kicks ass if your and, name is the edge. Everybody, so they say it out loud. Say it out loud. Uh double soy latte extra chai with oat milk for the edge and the whole store just turns and says, yes. who the fuck yes. is this guy? <laughs> right. That's what it is. And then they, then they all shake their head and just get back to whatever they're maybe, doing. Maybe he had an, un- maybe he had an uncomfortable moment with the side of a bathtub, otherwise known as the edge of the tub. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Russell hates putting his balls on things. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, it shouldn't happen uh, like when you don't want it to. That's a good point. When your balls are touching things that you weren't expecting, it, yeah, not great. Yeah, uh, top rope, no, hey, don't go. Rob, I go through the Rob, middle rope. What? You, you were a center on the football team, weren't you? Oh, I was. So oh. wasn't there like somebody that was always touching your balls all the time? You know, actually, care? that's that, that that's um, center quarterback privilege. Oh, you okay. actually can't talk about things. Like oh, that. okay. And so it's never came up once. Like you guys never were in Vegas together. It's like playing no. blackjack, and you just had a conversation about like. How it felt or anything? No, no. How it felt? No, it just, guys, you guys are so weird. That would be really awkward if you guys had that conversation. This is so funny because I've never heard these jokes before. 
I was going to go with, so if you were climbing over the tub, it would just trigger you back to uh, like when your quarterback days, when yeah. somebody, and some, I'm guessing somebody had softer hands than another person. Right. But, and it you know, feels he, like a stream of water and you put your legs up on the wall. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Hotter the water, the better it feels. Oh, uh, cool. Here's the thing. You guys know if you take it there, he's going to take it further. I mean, you can't win here's at this game. Thing. Six hours, 41 minutes. That's what, that's what basketball is. One. You can do this. And we talk about you being a modern daredevil, and I want you to do this. Okay. In your Uber app and Lyft app, you can change your name to whatever you want. Change your name to The Edge. No way. And it, they will pick you up, and they will look at you like you are a cool guy. Trust me. They will me. not. Yes. They will, they, no way. I would never do that. Thick that would be the death of How about Norma Stitz? Would you be Norma Stitz and get picked up? That would up? be a good one. I would, I would do that one. Uh, one. This song is so good. Best song on the album. Yeah. I good saw one, there was right? a 1992 Rolling Stone reader poll called this the best song ever. I tried to go find that poll to see what else was on the list, but I remember this was like, this was like a Winamp classic for you in college, right? Like right. this this makes the Winamp list. Yeah. This really whips the llama's ass. But I was kind of expecting to not like this one as much. I was like, damn, it it is a fantastic song. Yeah. Like another great Johnny Cash cover, also like we talked about two yeah. weeks yes. ago with her. Yes. But but this is better so than the Johnny Cash version, don't you think? Yeah, I, agree. Yeah, I love Johnny yeah. Cash. This is better though. Yeah, right? it, it is. Yep. yep. They wrote that song just doing a jam. Like they, th- that's a song where you just can't imagine writing that song, right? That song comes out fully formed and it just exists, and you can't imagine like being like, oh, love the higher. I mean, it's like the perfect song. Last week when I got bothered about Elvis Costello being above. Uh, that was like three weeks Led ago. Zeppelin. That was four weeks ago. No, yeah. but Al, he was above Led Zeppelin. That annoyed me. Oh, last Listening week. to this song one and then knowing that the Nine Inch Nails album was above it, kind of, it, it frustrated me. I just don't see how an album that's got this song on it can be lower than the Nine Inch Nails album. Yeah, good point. I don't disagree. Uh, until the end of the world. Now, you won't think this is pretentious, man. This song is about Judas Iscariot singing to Jesus. Huh? I mean, you're going to tell me that's pretentious? I think I've used up my uh, my anger. Do you know the Joshua Tree? Is this that much different than what they've done previously or not? I listen, have I told you guys my Joshua Tree story? I listened no. to Joshua Tree. My first roommate in college, who oh, dropped no. out twice before fall break, either... Listen, before so he, fall break? Yes, twice, twice before, fall, before break. fall break he dropped out. He listened to music at night to go to sleep. Oh. And he would either listen to Jewel, Pieces of You, or You oh. 2 The Joshua Tree. But he had this old CD player that he would listen to them on, and I would wake up in the middle of the night, and it would be stuck on one song of either Jewel or The Joshua Tree, and I'd have to get out of bed and try to pause the damn CD player. Now, Aaron, at any point, did you have a conversation with this guy of like, listen, you cannot listen to music. I am also in this. Hello. No, I think I was too nice. I was like, okay, cool. I can try it. Like, oh, this seems like this what this guy needs. I did the same thing. Right. I did the same thing with Nick. Nick Dewey freaking played the music at night and I was too polite to say anything. That is insane. Right. Okay. Music that is insane. That's nuts. And he had, he played this song. Nah. Oh, no. This oh, he played the, he played Back to the Future soundtrack. For real. So you, you at wake night. up. Yes. 
So, Rob, you're like sleeping on your side trying to get some business in, some nature's ambient, so you can fall asleep for your big <laughs> test in the morning and this is playing? Yes. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine? Is there a song that makes you want to go and sleep less? And also, it's <laughs> kind of catchy. Half of the Nine Inch Nails album. Yeah, it's better, <laughs> isn't it, Matt? Huey Lewis. Actually, the fact that we haven't done a Huey Lewis album is amazing to me, to be honest. Uh, who's going to ride your wild horses? You two did not like this song. They didn't like the way it came out. See, and everybody song, was working with it. This was all like, makes sense. Yeah, this, this is my favorite U2 song, yeah. and it's the one that, that they didn't like. Amazing. This, God, this just the chorus all makes sense. It's just spot on. Yeah. What more do you want? Right. Brian Eno was like, everyone working in the studio, except for you two, thought this was a hit. They could have made this song into one of their greatest ever, and they just didn't like it. What's wrong? I don't know. I just don't understand these guys. I would like this album more if we didn't listen to anything they thought about it. But when you hear what they think about it, it's it true. makes you not want yeah. to like it. Yeah. Okay, I won't say pretentious stuff anymore. I promise. I was just going to say that I've had this disdain for you two. And then we did this little uh, experiment of listening to all these albums. And I forgot how much I liked that song when it came out way back in the yes. day. And I remember it was on this album. And that's kind of what turned me like, all right, well, this song's on this album and there are some good songs. So maybe I can like this one album by you too. And I, you know, I, th they do make good music, right? But to Russell's point, you hear this shit around all of it and it just drives me bonkers. And I don't know why yeah. it shouldn't. It's just an album, so yeah. Matt, don't Google the story about Bono's hat getting a plane ticket to fly across the United States because that story would drive you crazy. Okay, it's do not Google he, that story because it didn't cover up its feet, right? Oh God! Oh. <laughs> can you Dog imagine that? You, all over it. Can you sit? You sit down next to Bono's hat on the plane, and the hat looks over and goes, "Christ, <laughs> that would be bad. That's a bummer." Uh, all right, so cruel. So they improvised this song and wrote it. And then they used computer technology to kind of uh, make this kind of more industrial sound. And guess who the producer was on this song? Ooh. A guy named Flood. Now, where have I heard that very normal name before? Oh, oh yeah. Nine Inch Nails. Worked with Nine Inch Nails. Right. It was Real? on that. Oh, yeah, we have that same. This is three it. years earlier, but we have that same it. kind of industrial type sound. Russell's so mad he didn't know that. Look at Russell. He's like, ah, I should have caught that. The Fly. And this is a very cool thing and not pretentious, where he was the character of the fly and he wore those cool glasses that made him look like he had fly eyes. It's spring, the Jeff Gold turning blue. Oh, so good. So, so essentially, my off. understanding is he was kind of creating a new character, right? That That's why they distorted the vocals. So he was like playing a character of himself, not being himself. Is that right, mm -hmm. Rob? And so we've yep. talked about on this podcast before how you are playing a character and you're not actually Rob. You're playing a character. Is that I'm, right? And you know what? I'm serious. Like people think I'm joking when I say that they think I'm doing it. I do. I do consider what I do on this show, a character. I really do. I'm serious. It's just that I also sometimes act like the character in real life and over text messages. <laughs> okay? I, sometimes Very I take boss. my work home with me and I am become the character. So the one Method thing that's acting. different is, in, in this case, I, I don't think Bono is always playing that character, but it started to make me think about what other songs or artists out there have characters oh. that come through in their music. So I thought we could do a list 
of the greatest songs that are representing characters of musicians. Oh, yeah. Russ, I did not prepare this list totally, so we'll see how much we have. Because we've talked about some of these before, right? We had David Bowie was Ziggy Stardust. Isn't that the character that he was playing through an album? We had the Beatles were Sgt. Pepper's and the Lonely Hearts Club band. We had... Well, who was the was it Humpty in the Digital Underground? He was playing a character in that yep. song, isn't that right? Yep. Shock Jeans. Wasn't, Gar- wasn't Garth Brooks Chris Haynes or something oh, like that? Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. There was so, Clarence Carter where he was playing Backdoor Santa. <laughs> Again, dressing as Santa for Halloween. I think we've talked about this before. Speaking but that's, of Santa, um, for, no one has mentioned that I'm wearing an amazing Santa elf hat I, that I've well, been the wearing first thing for the I last, said to you, but for not the last two weeks. Very Aaron and Rob hat. have not made any comment on it. It's a very tall hat. Is that true? We haven't commented on it at all. Zero comment. I wore the cowboy hat. You guys get all worked up about it. (laughs) I want to, this is, now I'm going to be regular Rob, not character Rob. Russell, I'm disappointed in myself. It's a badass hat, isn't it? And I'm going to work harder to be better and notice things more. That hat kicks ass. Okay. How does it stay up like that? I don't know. It's, that's why it's amazing, right? It's like, it's it's like a legit foot high. First song on the list, we talked about the lead singer of this uh, band a few weeks ago. This is Down on the Corner by CCR. Oh. And when it goes into a dance, doubles on kazoo. Down on the oh, I never knew that he says doubles on kazoo. Wow. Interesting. But this is about a fictional band called Willie and the Poor Boys. They, yep. And then I think that's the name of the album, the, the, the picture on the album is a picture of this fictional band, Willie and the Poor Boys. I never knew that I was like that either. a character, if you will. But no, Aaron, you were saying you never knew that that was the lyric. Let's play that again. I want to hear what Matt and Rob think that lyric is. What is he saying? Devils on the zoo. I thought it was devils on something. On yeah, the I, always news. Thought I thought it was, it was devil devils too. on the news. But. Most people think it's devils on the loose, but I think, Aaron, you just picked it up, didn't you? Because well, yeah, well, the, the, it's the a doubles on right kazoo because the lyrics are on the screen. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't I see the lyrics were up there. Wish I could claim <laughs> that. But so but. Fogarty, Fogarty thought that was so cool, like cool that people had the wrong lyrics on that. So he actually put those the blind people had mistaken it for "Devils on the Loose" in a different CCR song, "Run Through the Jungle." Isn't that oh, awesome? God. That's great. Wow. This is Russell. Do you feel kind of like? That if maybe the Vatican was missing a map that you could put together the clues and find it, because that's kind of what you're fucking doing right now. Dude, you're kind of being a, you're being a Robert. Pull it, Rob. Pull it, Dan Robert. Brown. I'm like Dan Brown. Is yeah, that yeah. the author name? Who is the Who is the Dobber? The yeah. main guy. Roberts. His name was Robert Paulson. No, it's not. Just kidding. Langdon. That would Thank have been you, impressive. I wish I could yeah. say I got it. Guys, you're a regular Robert Langdon. Watch that, Joe. Watch how that comes together in the edit. It's going to be so sweet. Hey, hey, hey Joe from Woodbury. Good pull, if you're, Rob. If you're That's awesome. Right now, That's nice. Just remember, my whole goal was to talk about how this was about Willie and the Poor Boys. And it's not, <laughs> but, Rob, to, we've, we've made it much more interesting. So the next one on ballot. the list, we've ta- I think we've talked about this one once before. Next song on the list is Boombastic by Shaggy. Oh, whoa, whoa. Fantastic. 
Hoffman on me box. This is a Mr. Rule. Now, wait a minute. Is Mr. Bombastic a character that he's playing? It is a character that he's playing. He's bragging about his lovemaking prowess, which earns him the nickname Mr. Bombastic. This is a character that Shaggy is playing. And so actually, Shaggy's from the U.S. And when he heard that shag was a, a like a slang term for sex in Britain, that's where he turned where he came up with like Shaggy, Mr. Bombastic. It's all a character. Russell, oh my God, that's brilliant. Russell, yeah, I think that when we're in Vegas, uh, January 20th through the 23rd, <laughs> staying in Flint, that when we go to the King's Corner, which is usually Saturday night, I think, from oh. about nine o'clock until the, the band stops, you have to request this of they the band, Mr. Boombastic. Because I bet that band could play the hell out of this song. You guys remember what other song that character turns up in? Mr. Boombastic? Was it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was also, that character was also known, Rob, as Mr. Lover Lover. Mr. Lover Not Lover. Not Ed Lover, but Mr. Lover Lover. I, I do think that it's interesting that we're talking about dragging your balls on the uh, <laughs> shower, and now we're talking about fucking on the bathroom floor. Again, I want to reiterate how disgusting that would be. It doesn't matter what bathroom it is. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Next Fuck up, naked. Like, she gets up, floor. and there's just hair on her back that's, like, from the floor. <laughs> oh. and you're like, mm. <laughs> Next song on the list, these were these were actually brothers. A piece of floss that didn't make it into the garbage. Oh, God. Oh, Richard God. and Fred Fairbase, they were actually part of a rock band beforehand, but eventually they became famous for these characters Amp in the rapper. song with the band by Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy. Did you guys know these guys were like a legit, like they were a rock band before this, and then they decided to just start doing a funny song? And then all of a sudden, through the rest of their career, they played these characters that were doing like. Does anyone know another? Are there any other Right Said Fred songs? Does anyone know one? Yes, there is. Um, I don't. What's their other big song? Oh, God. I'm the kind of weirdo where I've heard it. It's not that word up song. Hello. That's else, right? I'm the other big song. But they were legit <laughs> musicians. Richard Fairbase was uh, the bass, a session bass player for uh, Boy George, Mick Jagger, and David Bowie. Oh, that's mm. names. Quite the lineup. Next song on the list is we talked about uh, Fred Durst, I think, a few weeks ago, and we were talking about wow. Nine Inch Nails. So this is Hot Dog by Limp Biscuit. the The character is a fictional band called Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. God, Fred Durst is so fucking funny. <laughs> He's so funny. The Hot Dog Flavored Water is the band. This is the worst thing you've ever put on a list. <laughs> and you put a song about Hiroshima on I have not Rob, listened to Limp Bizkit for a while. You know what? I haven't either. And I was actually thinking weighing Eminem or Limp Bizkit. I was like, I can't put Eminem Slim Shady's character yeah. and this on the list. But I thought it was super interesting to talk about because the guitar player came up with the name for this fictional band called Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water oh, because he was, he, was, saying, he was in like a gas station. And he saw all this flavored water and he said, they should make hot dog flavored water. What would you guys, would you ever that's buy hot fucked. dog flavored water? Or not? No, that's fucked. Oh no. What do you mean? No. I can't even, honestly, I can't joke about this. It's too late to joke about this. <laughs> like, I cannot even, I, I'm not going to be able to sleep. You I'm going to go in and sleep next to my, I'm going to go in and sleep next to the sarcophagus over here. And I'm going to be thinking to myself, hot dog flavored water. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how much diarrhea that would give you? Oh. <laughs> Just imagine. But you could get out of school then. 
Rob, Rob, you should have saved that joke. You double that parentheses, joke. <laughs> double parentheses, uh, hot dog flavored water. hot dog water, double parentheses, brackets, diarrhea. <laughs> that would make more sense. <laughs> Rob, if you actually jump to later in the song, remember when we last week, a few weeks ago, we were talking about Nine Inch Nails. You guys Moreland mentioned Nine Inch Biscuit. Nails here, but check out he he's kind of giving it back to Nine Inch Nails. He's he's because I think they didn't get along. But check out check this out. Wow. Listening to this, you realize how talented Friend Rosner is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> God. Wow. All right, last song. That was, that was a diss track? Yes. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Let's get, hey, you're getting hey, ethered by yourself. Rob, you know those three guys from Wisconsin that are on your text chain? I bet they would all drink hot dog flavored water. I bet. <laughs> Rotwurst oh, flavored stops, water. Please. Russell, please stop saying that. Hey, Matt and Aaron, hot dog flavored water. If you want to jot it down for that final joke. The hot dog flavored water and then the chocolate starfish stuff. I've had enough. Matt, they've written down so many jokes already. I mean, what, what, what could they be referring to for a starfish and a chocolate flavored stuff? I mean, what are they referring oh, to there? Matt, oh, you have to get up tomorrow. <laughs> I have been no, proud of you. No, no, You're disappointing no, no. Not me. tomorrow. We're already, we're already into yeah, tomorrow. We're into tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and it doesn't matter why we started late. Okay, let's not look to see. Anybody could have done this. Could have this <laughs> Last song on the list. This is one of our favorite artists. She's been featured on, I think, a couple of the albums we've listened to. I know she's been on a Kanye one or two, but yeah. uh, her, her alter ego is Roman Zelansky. This is Nicki Minaj, Pound the Alarm. Oh, This fucking song. So good. Known him. Call me Nicki, I'm Roman. Roman Zelansky, a boy who lives inside her who says things she would never be willing to say and threatens to beat people up. Arrogant. I am so jealous of Roman. Can you imagine being inside Nicki Minaj? What a life. <laughs> what? Well, who... <laughs> Who did the? Uh, did uh? Did Beyonce? Uh, that th- I love this concept, Russell. This Sasha is a great Fierce. concept. This is a great Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. So I'm trying to think is. of some other ones. Like it seems like there's a lot of these. There's a lot there of alter egos about. and characters. And you know, Rob, he always claims he's playing a character. And I thought we had to celebrate the characters in music because oh, sometimes right. people are more than what they they seem to be. Do on, you know what the greatest tape, right? alter ego is? Who's the that? greatest? There's this uh, quarterback for the Denver Broncos who has an, uh, an alter ego. Oh, no. Have you ever heard what? Oh, Russell Wilson? You, have you ever heard him talk about his alter ego? No, who is no, that? No, that'll make you throw up. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> where did he go to school? <laughs> there you go. Oh, I had a thing where I went to, when I, when I was younger, I went to church. And oh, no. one day the pastor was up front and he was like, I'm the best pastor of all time. I'm doing such a good job. Like this, I'm the best pastor. I'm great. And <laughs> I said to my mom later, I said, why would he do that? That doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like he's doing the true word. You know, he's trying to spread the good word, which I get, but she goes, well, don't worry about it. That's just, that's just his alter ego. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> do me a favor, Rob, do me a favor and pull up Russell Wilson talking about Mr. Unlimited and just, <laughs> Listen oh to this. Well, Rob's pulling this up for yeah. anyone who's in their car listening to this on the way to work. If you just shook your head, you did the exact same thing that the fifth person who's <laughs> muted on this podcast just did with that joke. 
Hey guys, uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring, yes, Russell, the robot Russell, the one you guys love to He's know. He's more annoying than the edge. Exciting. Yeah, he is. Exciting. Um, but anyways, uh, He's the YouTube of football players, right? Ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego face. would be. And I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. Yeah, you gotta be unlimited. You know, you gotta have oh, a thought process. Man, why would you do this? Unlimited. This is worse than so hot dog flavored water. You are you saying know, that the edge is like this cool guy. This, this guy is on par with go, the edge. You gotta be unlimited. Tell him I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? Oh, so when they ask you certain stop. questions, please. like, it's cringeworthy. There's it's still so 20 seconds in this video. Unlimited. Oh, stop, Russell. Unlimited, Mr. Unlimited. I'll tell you why. From the background, they think Pete Carroll. They think this person. Think that person. Love you, Pete, but it's Mr. Unlimited. Tell him. Oh, okay. Hey guys, Russ, turn it off. Oh god, I know. This is this is this is a person that that the University of Wisconsin chose to go. They're like, hey, he's done with college, but we want him here anyways. They chose to bring him there. I wonder if Mr. Unlimited thinks. Uh, plane fuel, jet fuel can melt steel beams. You know what I mean? I wonder if him and Pete Carroll talk about that at all. Don't fuck. Jesus Christ. Hey, maybe Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, maybe Mr. Unlimited shouldn't throw in some Malcolm Brown on the one yard that's, line of the. That's, yeah. Sounds like he's Mr. Limited when it comes to the Super Bowl on the goal well, line, right? That's the guy who got injured and he was he was practicing his high fives with his teammates who weren't around him it's you know he was just making mm -hmm. sure to get all the rips reps in of you know when he'd score that touchdown God. that's quarterbacks quarterbacks for you uh here's the thing <laughs> that alter ego is is more annoying than rob's alter ego for sure did i tell you about my when i went to church i told you that story. <laughs> oh, uh listen is this the greatest guitar solo of all time don't no don't do that Aaron. joke that's too old too old of a joke so cruel oh are we doing an album the same as that other song? Wait, am I supposed to redo the... Uh... Yeah, we're two back again, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're past this. We're past the fly. We're on Mysterious Come place. on, Rob. You, you just just do it. This is <laughs> the 16th <laughs> solo. <laughs> just do it. Go go do it. Don't, you really don't want to stoop to my level. I'm, see, now I'm not character Rob. I'm regular Rob. <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm not mad. I'm just kind of disappointed right now. Matt, Aaron, Mr. Unlimited. That could be a final joke. Unlimited. Some you could note. Don't help them, Russell. Do I'm not. Trying. This is this the greatest guitar? Is this a top three greatest guitar intros to a song ever? No. What? Listen to that guitar sound. It's you nice. know that when the edge, when the edge played that the first time, everybody looked and goes, "Fuck yeah!" There's a hit right there, right? Okay. All right. It might be like a top twenty. It's not a top three. There's, there's others. It's Sweet Child of Mine, Killing Fields. There's some by Led Zeppelin, I think, that started yeah. out. You know, Aaron, so what, what what about Bono? What, what about him as a lead singer? What, what are your thoughts on his voice, his, his range, or what he brings to the table? He's got an incredible voice. It's that same thing. I've never been able to, to uh, remove my thoughts about him from the person. But, he, yeah, I mean, he sings the hell out of these songs and can do stuff that other people can't. This isn't pretentious. This is called trying to throw your arms around the world. And he really is. Uh -huh. Instead of straight up in the air, right? Around oh, Jesus. the world instead of straight up. I did not like this song. Would that be weirder if my spouse was sleeping with her arms out like this? 
Yes. That would be weird. Like she fell, like she fell off a building. It's almost like you'd need unlimited arms to reach around the world. Unlimited. Matt, I'm with you. I this was I thought some of the some of these songs are like too sappy. They're too they're like these yeah. sad ballads. To me, it was this one and uh, the one Rob tried to pro- play against. So cruel. Those were the two I thought weak links on the album. This album, I it's I don't know. Is this really? I mean, this is before Joshua Tree. I don't get it. Why is that? Look up the track list of Joshua Tree, Russell. You'll see what I'm talking about. This is ultraviolet. Okay. At this point in the album, I get tired of the guitar sound. Yeah. Aaron, I, I, yeah, I, love the I, love, I thought all these songs sound the exact same. Like I know the first one was different, but all these sound. This is just it's just more YouTube. Yeah. It's an hour and twenty minutes of the same YouTube songs. There was a pretty good uh, documentary. I don't know where it is, but it had uh, Jimmy Page. It had The Edge, and it had uh, oh, White Stripes, dude. Um, turn it. Turn it loud. Is that what it's called? Something, Something like that. Loud. Who's the white stripes? Why am I drawing Jack white? Jack White. Jack White. Jack White. You know, and it, they basically were kind of showing how they how they do their craft, right? And how they come up with everything. And they were trying to mimic each other and learn stuff from each other and all this stuff. And to see how the edge kind of tries to, he doesn't just go try to play like a song or come up with riffs. He tries to do like, it's like he's got a new guitar for every song he's ever done. And like does this really like, almost like computerized sound and how he gets everything. It's like, it's like a really weird way of creating songs. You get some pretty uh, iconic songs out of it, but at the right. same time, it's just, it's just different. It's, you know, it's yeah. weird. I, I, it, it might get loud is what that movie is. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Called. Um, it, it is. I, you know, this part of this though, is that you two is coming off. The reason they did rattle and hum you two is because Bono went to a party. I love this story. He went to a party <laughs> and somebody handed him a guitar and said, here, play a song. And he goes, oh, I can't play anything on guitar. I can't play a single chord on this thing. And everybody's like, wait, what the fuck? You can't play anything on guitar? You're like a professional musician. And he was mortified by that. So there's a fun story about Bono. By the way, speaking of pretentious, I'm going to edit that out. Speaking of pretentious, this is the description on Wikipedia of that song. Man. Although the song is ostensibly about love and dependency, like many U2 songs, it leads itself to religious interpretations. So not pretentious at all. Acrobat. So we're, we're kind of being a little harsh. Like U2 is extremely popular. If they come to town, they sell out stadiums, right? Yeah. Like, have you guys oh, ever right. seen them in concert? Or I, not? I have not. And actually, I know I, there's one, Sarah's old boss. And we're friends with them. They, he met his wife because of I'm so old. Yeah, because there's there are so many people that are just huge fans around the country, around the world. You know that the follow them is just like Pearl Jam or Fish or any of these people. That you know they're extremely popular. I just it, it's never quite hit me other than the songs, I guess. But their halftime show still one of the best, right? Yeah, like sure. I think they would put on a killer love live show because they've got so many good songs, and it's not acrobat. I can tell you that right now. Do not yeah. play Acrobat. They're not playing that at Super but, Bowl. But, but the, the, that Acrobat doesn't sound that much different than than any of their other songs, does it? Yeah, you're right. I mean, they definitely have a sound on this album, but it's... I, I would like to start a new segment on the podcast here. 
I want to know. Let me play the sound clip. Aaron, what did your son think about this? You always play these albums when your son's around. Did your son have thoughts on Octoon Baby? No, he didn't. You're talking about his kid. I'm not playing Waterbed Corner during the kid talk. (laughs) (laughs) Strike two on me. You you keep going to the kids stuff, Rob. He was homesick today, so we played a little bit. He was he was a little bit out of it. So this one, I I I I do appreciate the starting the new segment, but I don't think this one really grabbed his attention. Like it, it, but it. The he last one you it. listened to with your son was Nine Inch Nails? No, the one no. he cannot stop listening to is Elvis Costello. That's his new, oh. like, he calls it my oh, music. Wow. Like, oh, he plays it all the time. That is so fucking funny. Your kid loves it. <laughs> Elvis Costello. Keep <laughs> it up. It. <laughs> Daddy, Dad, the replacements are one of the best backing bands of all time. Oh, yeah, my he, God. There we go. He loves it. He <laughs> listens to it every day now. Uh, all right. Finally, we have Love is Blindness. Please do not tell me what is written about this song or how they are interpreting it. A commonly held belief is the song drives home the point that a capital L, love, for anything, a partner, a country, or God, can deprive us of our good sense and vision. Might even cause us to betray or destroy the object we love. Like maybe we love a podcast, but we push it too far one night and it causes maybe some people to quit, never come back, so... This song I would I would describe as a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirty, yes. inbred, overstuffed, <laughs> ignorant, blood sucking, dogs kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lipped, worm headed sack of monkey shit. It is. <laughs> Hallelujah. And holy <laughs> shit. Where's the eggnog? <laughs> oh, yeah. That gets up at three in the morning for flights. I'm not worried about him getting up at seven fifteen. <laughs> I go to bed at nine before that. <laughs> so here's the deal. Okay. Uh we're talking Octung Baby. Is this at 124 the perfect place it should be? That would be rolling well toned. Okay. If you think this album should not be the side, there should be other albums in front of it. We should get maybe this is lower on the list, or maybe it's not on the list at all. Okay. This is this an album that really is influential? Did this change anything, or is it just you two? Okay, if you think that that would be rolling groan, you did not like the album. Oh no, that says gong, not groan. I misread that. Uh, or is this should this be higher up on the list? It got rolling boned. Okay, guess what? The Edge is cool. He is a cool guy with a cool name. This should be higher up on the list. Okay, it's no different than. Like the Beach Boys, also a cool name. Okay, those guys, they love the beach. Okay, they love the beach. They love going to the beach. They were the Beach Boys. Okay, um, and then music was just their secondary job. I mean, it wasn't even important enough to be part of the band name. It was the beach. Everybody's actively getting mad at me. So I'm just going to say one more bit about the Beach Boys, and I think it's going to really bring it home. I usually pull this one off. All right. So what do you think, Aaron? Rolling well toned, rolling boned, or rolling grown? Uh, this is you two. Aktung baby. Aktung. I don't think I I don't think I get this one. Uh the, the two great songs to me are one and Wild Horses. I think they're great. Uh I think Mysterious Ways is also a good song. Um, but it does get to be just too much of the same guitar sound for me. Uh so I'm gonna have to call it a rolling groan. Russell, what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling groan? And take your time, stretch this out. Aaron touched on, I, th- I think there are four hits. I think Aaron missed one even better than the real thing. I think it was also yeah. a fantastic song. Okay, so yep. I, I really enjoyed it's the like album. I'm not a huge, opinion, like yeah. I'm not a diehard U2 fan, but I don't dislike them either. 
I, I, I kind of wish I would rather not read about them. Cause I think when we were talking, you know, Matt, Matt hits this right on the head. I don't like the attitude is weird to me. And I think that that gets into how you listen to the music, but I think the album's really enjoyable. I would listen to this one again. The only thing I would say is this is the greatest albums of all time. And to me, Joshua tree is way more famous than this one. And, may, and maybe this one is better. I don't know. Um, I looked at no. Joshua tree as where the streets have no name. I still haven't found what I'm looking for and with or without you. Yeah. So to me, this would be like putting the wall by pink Floyd above dark side of the moon. Like there are just some albums that are more famous than other ones. And to me, uh, Joshua tree is more famous than this. It should be higher in the list. So I'm going to say it's a slight rolling groan. It's too high. I don't even know Joshua tree that well, but it's, it's a more famous album. It should be higher. Man, rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling groan. Um, to pull back the curtain, nobody's listening at this point, anyways. You know, we kind of had to listen There's to three albums. He's listening live. Yeah, we had to listen to three albums over the course of the last however long it took you to listen to them. And the fact that the Nine Inch Nails album was before Led Zeppelin two, and then this album. I mean, like I went into I, I went into coming in said, look, I have to say that this is rolling boned because I think this is a very good album, even for you too, but like, it was just the music and it's way better than the nine inch nails album yes. for me, you know? Yeah. So I said, as much as I'm crapping on you two all the time, I need to, I'm sticking my guns. This is rolling bone. It should absolutely be higher than the nine inch nails album. doesn't mean it's like way higher. It's not really, it's not boned very hard. It's kind of more of a soft bone. A soft we're gonna bone, get into our, just the tip, you know, just the tip, you know. So I, I'd say <laughs> soft it's, it's rolling I mean, bone. That's the softest part. Tip. Am I right, guys? High five. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm just looking at like the Joshua. Tree. I, I, I personally think that the voters got it right. The Joshua mm. Tree sold 25 million records worldwide. This one sold 18 million worldwide. You know, it's not that much of a difference. Uh, you know, it was a very popular album. I like this one better than the Joshua Tree. So sure. there again, I think all in all, uh, my this is Rolling Bone should be higher on the list. There you go. And Aaron, I see you're in the chat. You're saying, what's the link to the channel? You said he was he was shitting on YouTube, not shitting on YouTube. Okay, so don't <laughs> oh, try to. No, that's you misheard no. that. No. <laughs> Listen, if you thought that joke was good, just wait. Oh, God. <laughs> this, unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. That's uh, that's the last joke you can say all night. Yeah. Hey, you're, done, you're, done no, you're done. You're done. Cap, you're capped no, off. Guys, Rob, you're I have capped. a really good you're one. No, you're capped. You, you, put you a tell your on final it. joke, and then you got to let it go. Tell it now if you want, but you can't. If you yeah. put a hat on it. Okay, you, I'm going to tell it now. So picture the music stops. Okay? The, everybody who's smart has turned off the podcast. <laughs> you can't do you it. You can't do it this way. It's yellow. It smells bad. And then I go, oh, that's my urine urine list. <laughs> that was from three weeks ago. What are you doing? No, they, we talked about his urine list today. No, yeah, we did. That, no, we did. Yeah, we did. It, it originated three weeks ago. Okay. So, all right. We'll see you guys later. That's the end of the show. See, too late. You couldn't get your joke <laughs> you gonna, What are we listening to next in. week? Well, listen, you, first of all, you didn't get to my rating system, okay? So maybe we need to explain the rating system one more time. Oh, so yeah. is it Rolling Well Toned, <laughs> Rolling Bone, or Rolling Road? <laughs> and the answer is, this is, you were wrong. It's a Rolling Burlone. Burlone? You know they made this album. Yeah, it's in Berlin is where they recorded it. You Berlone. know this album was made in Germany because, Matt, what number album was this? 
Nine? Well, don't say that. I'm just asking you. <laughs> well, you said you're a big German week, family, so yeah. Next week, the Beastie Boys are scared of a yacht owned by Paul. Can't oh. Paul's boat eek. Paul's boat eek. We're supposed to be we're supposed to really be corny on these jokes, right? Like they're supposed to be extremely corny. Isn't that the whole point of it? And then Rob will hit the it's time to say goodbye. Okay. I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Beck did it better. Uh, Rob, I think when we go to Vegas on January 20th through the 23rd, you know, I'll, I'll cover dinner one night because I'll just go get a tall tub of chicken from KFC. Tall tub of chicken. I just, I just hope that get a tall tub of chicken. See, wasn't that corny enough for you? The, when that tub, happens, tub. Russell doesn't drag his wet ass balls on the edge trying to get in it. Oh. It is tall tub of chicken. <laughs> it's a sound bite. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. The recording. Guys, dragging your balls on the edge of the tub is so fucking funny. <laughs> Dragging his balls over the edge. That's a good one.